Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. Hope you're having a great start to your week. Um, it is Monday, so my Toolhouse um, organization is doing Montessori Monday. Um, today, and with respect to Montessori, I want to focus on fostering independence. So those of you who have researched Montessori and are familiar with Montessori know that she talks about love of learning, education for life, and fostering independence. And actually, all of those three things are connected. Um, one of the favorite, one of my favorite quotes of Montessori is, if salvation and hope are to come, it is to come from the children, for the children are the makers of men. Uh, and this kind of gives us some con context about um, the Montessori way of teaching and guiding children. It's very holistic. It's not only about academics. It's how to be a human being, how to resolve conflicts, um, how to care for your environment, how to care for each other, how to care for yourself, how to hold yourself accountable to be your best self. So yes, what we do from the very beginning, from the time the children come, even as infants and toddlers, as we're fostering independence, um, and we don't expect people or children to be independent with tasks that they have not shown um, that they are capable of. Uh, but as soon as they are capable, or I should say, and as soon as they are capable, we do push that level of independence. So why? Um, when you are able to do a task independently without help or assistance, it helps you feel capable, helps you feel confident, helps you feel competent. And when you feel capable and confident and competent and you're able to do things well, um, adequately, if not well, and successfully, the world is a joyful place, right? This is a place now that we love being a part of, that we want to explore because there's so many possibilities and there's so many things that we can do. So what does fostering independence in a Montessori environment look like? Well, at the infant level, any of you, if any of you have ever seen a Montessori infant program, they're always on the floor. They're always on their tummies. Uh, they're fostering independence with movement, right? So they're on their bellies and they're developing that core strength and they're developing all that upper body strength, which allows them to start scooting and to start moving and to start exploring some of those beautiful areas of the classroom that they're so eager um, to dive into. Um, we also foster independence um, with infants in terms of sleeping and eating. So we want these infants to know, to recognize, oh, you're tired. And so you start using language so that they're able to associate how they're feeling with the words you're using and then the action of laying them on their cot. The cots are on the floor so that uh, they can easily, when they start realizing they're tired, they can actually um, move towards that cot and put themselves down and go to sleep. By the same token, when they are awake, they can get up and start exploring the room again. So we foster their independence with movement, with sleeping, also with eating. As soon as they're able to sit up, we put them at little weaning tables and they actually eat with real silverware on real plates. Yes, if it drops, if it breaks, there's glass. And that's also teaching them to be graceful and courteous when they move about or to start moving in that direction. So at the toddler environment, fostering independence has to do a lot with self-care, dressing, undressing, using the toilet. Okay, that's why toddlers are always in underwear. They, we don't put them in diapers and we don't put them in pull-ups because they're walking now. They're steady on their feet. If they're walking and they can pull their pants up and down, they can use the, start using the toilet. Um, and every child moves towards independence with toileting 
at a different rate, uh, depending upon their level of interest um, and just who they are psychologically um, and in terms of their will and also how the parents are supporting the process at home. So are the parents um, following the same procedure in the process as the school? If so, sometimes uh, toilet independence happens in a couple of weeks. Uh, so as children move into primary, now they have um, now they have their own jobs and yes, self-care continues. And we also foster their independence in, with choice. Uh, you've had lessons in practical life and sensorial and math and language. Um, let's see if you can follow up on some of those lessons by making independent choices that are appropriately challenging for you. Uh, we always move towards that zone of proximal development when we're working with Montessori children. Uh, so we want to keep them challenged enough to keep them engaged, but not overly challenged so that they uh, want to avoid the task or that they shut down. Um, so yeah, that, that fostering of independence of choice, self-management, self-regulation. Oh my goodness, these are such important um, skills that these children are, are learning. And then when they get into elementary, now they are they know how to self-manage they know how to self-regulate they know how to make good choices um, and they feel confident and they feel confident and, and capable uh, because they're independently successful at many different things socially emotionally physically and academically so yes fostering independence does support uh, education for life because it instills in the individual that learning is fun and that lifelong learning is important and that we never reach our full potential until we're no longer here. Our journey continues until we're no longer around. So I hope you uh, enjoyed this session on fostering independence. Please reach out to me if you have any questions, Sean Edwards at toolhouse.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Have a wonderful rest of your week.